Hey drivers, have you thought about becoming your own company? Have you thought you'd like to get your own authority and DOT number, but you just don't know how to go about doing it? Well, call JJ Keller and Associates. They can help you get the proper registration and credentials that you need to operate legally. They protect drivers from penalties and out-of-service orders as a result of not having the proper authority. They save drivers time by filing their paperwork and ensuring everything is correct. Drivers, they also help you with unified carrier registration, USDOT and MC numbers, MCS 150 updates, year-around authority monitoring, and plenty more. Drivers, if you're looking to become your own company and you want your own authority number and DOT number today, call J.J. Keller & Associates at 888-927-9223. That's 888-927-9223. Call today. Thank you. Hey, truck drivers, I got some hot news for you. The entertainment industry's leading trucking company is now hiring drivers. We haul for some of the biggest stars in rock, pop, and country music. Plus, we deliver to some of the coolest places like arenas, stadiums, and concert halls. Drivers, check out this package. Drive less miles, about half as an average driver, and the average starting salary is $80,000. And it gets better from there. Each driver's assigned a late model, Peterbilt 579 with a customized sleeper. And on top of all that, you get a nice full benefit package. Drivers, if you're looking to change your life to do something totally different, something different's waiting for you now. Call us, 888-571-8476. That number again, 888-571-8476. This week on Talk CDL, we interview a guy that had his house totally destroyed by Hurricane Irma. So he decided to build a new house out of shipping containers. That's right, nine shipping containers. The house looks like a trucker's dream. Watch for the video also. But for now, tune in and listen to this awesome interview. Thank you very much. Ruth Ann, we are here, Talk CDL, in... A, is it okay to say where you're at? or you, Prince Road Container House. Yeah, yeah we're, Here we are. <laughs> we're at the Container House, what we like to call it the trucker's uh, dream home, the, the builder and the idea, everything behind it. And, of course, he's very shy, very humble guy, <laughs> Rob Diapiazza. Di Piazza. Di Piazza uh, has given credit to the builder. What, the builder for the house, Rob, is? Me. No, I mean, up in Jacksonville, the one that customized. Well, no. So, the uh, yeah, the builder would be, um, would be myself, the general contractor. But then, really, the design came from uh, the exterior design. The actual structure came from Stephen Bender out of Gainesville. Okay. We're on location here. And a couple things just to start it out. You're not a trucker. No. Have you ever had anything to do with trucking ever? Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything you own came on a truck. Just speeding by them. Uh, no. Yeah. No, so no. you're one of our first guests <laughs> that are really not. You're, what what really connects you is this house connects you to us because this is the the filming that you left us do is just um very humbled by it and i just can't wait to upload it ruth ann he's never driven a tractor trailer but so what gave you the idea you said you were in another country and you actually seen uh something other built like this 
So, you know, I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm a fan of architecture in general. And uh, I don't know, a few years back, I was in Zurich, and there's a company that makes bags called Freitag. And uh, um, their headquarters is built of containers. And I had seen them on paper, but I'd never actually been in one. And, and so, um, you know, we toured the, the building during the visit. And then, um, yeah, not too long after, you know, the house came down in Irma. And uh, you were in it when it came down. Yeah. Hey, yeah. give us a give us a run through on that. So the and, you know, I live in Florida also. We're here 20 years. And so and I don't know if you can remember how long you've been in Florida. Forty two years. OK, so you're longer than us. So you remember when Gene and Ivan and and uh, all those I think it was 2005. It was like a bunch. 2004. Came, yeah. Where we four, had four four hurricanes. Right. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember Ivan, just to give you a quick brief. Ivan was, we were so sick and tired of hurricanes that when Ivan came, Ruth and I said, let's go to Pennsylvania. Guess who followed us? Ivan went all Oh, that's right. Yeah. The hurricane went up to Pennsylvania. My buddy, we were sleeping in his basement on air mattresses and he, he started flooding and we woke up and all these wires were almost about to hit the water. Remember that? We woke up because our, our his, his son. Which one was it? The, what toy? It was a fire truck or something. Goes, no, no, no. It was the from Toy Story. The one from Toy Story. Yeah, it was like going off. But anyway, so we woke up in the middle of the night almost getting electrocuted from Ivan. <laughs> and we we're like, well, let's just go back to Florida. Well, guess what? The hurricane looped back around and actually hit Florida a second time. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it followed us back. So we, we, we decided not to leave again. <laughs> yeah, so the reason that I'm actually bringing all the hurricanes up to you is because you've been here longer than us. I mean, you even seen Francis, I guess, from down in Miami, that when that one destroyed Miami or... Uh, Andrew. Uh, An Andrew. Andrew, yeah, yeah, rather, yeah, not yeah. Francis. Yeah, Andrew. Right. I couldn't think of the name. It came in. But what I'm getting at is, as Floridians, most of us are like... I'm just staying. And, yeah. Exactly. I've never evacuated for a, for a hurricane. In fact, I think it was Floyd. Yeah, I um, Floyd. I was married at the time, and, and my wife left with our child, which is mainly why she left. But And they ended up sitting on I-10 the entire time. Like exactly. They, they were stuck. Um, so, but I've always had a reason to stay. And um, so, in fact, uh, what happened with... Um, Irma. Well, what happened with Irma was Matthew, I actually stayed downtown at my shop uh, because I was worried about that particular tree. And when it survived Matthew, I thought, well, it's not going anywhere. So we stayed for Irma. And then as it works out, you know, that's it, it came down. So, but so, we were safe. I mean, we were never like in danger of... So uh, what was Irma? Do you remember? Was it a Category 4 or 3 when it came online? When it came here? Uh, I don't even know. Um, I don't recall. It would, but it was, it was not even maybe a Category 1 even when it hit here. And so we should tell everybody in Florida, we have trees that have branches the size of trees. And, and so is that what came down on your house and, and busted it up? One of no, those? it was the entire tree. Wow. Yeah. One yeah. of those real big It was oaks. massive. Yeah, it was a water oak, which are notorious for, for uh, falling. And, uh, or, you know, they rot from the inside and then they break. But, um, yeah, it was the entire tree. And it was, it was so large that you could not see the sky. It canopied the entire lot. Hmm. Wow. Um, That's and, a really big one. Yeah, it was huge. That is crazy. Well, hey, praise God, man, you, you survived it all. All right, so anyways, going back, so so the house comes down, Hurricane Ir uh, Irma. Ruthann, you got a weird look on your face. No, I was just thinking. What were you, th uh-oh, here it comes. Uh, so when, when, when the tree fell down, what was your initial reaction? Like, I mean, other than the holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it, well, 
Um, I don't know. You know, the whole thing was surreal. Um, so it was like almost five in the morning and we hadn't slept um, at, at like two o'clock in the morning on a whim because uh, it was a two-story house. Actually, this kind of emulates the old house in that um, uh, the primary living floor is elevated. And so, and then there was downstairs, which I hadn't closed because it was a, a stilt house originally. Um, it was like kind of like a master bedroom. That's where we were. And but I, I went upstairs and I took all the art off the walls and just as a precaution, you know. And um, and then what? You know, two and a half hours later, the, the tree came down. And in fact, I went out. Speaking of Facebook Live, I went out and I shot. I did a Facebook Live at that time. It was like four or something in the morning. And I I literally went to the tree that ended up falling and I filmed it because mm-hmm. I was you know watching it the whole time. And it didn't seem to be moving that much. And I thought, okay, you know, we're safe. We're going to, you know, it's going to stay intact. 17 minutes later, it fell. Wow. Wow. I wonder what would have happened if you were still standing next to it, if it would have, like... Well, you know, it was really close to the house. And so when when it fell it wasn't obvious like what happened like i i thought it was a big limb that had had come down cuz it wasn't like this huge crash it was just like this thump but then what happened was it cuz it literally broke off at the ground um it made contact with the house pretty quickly cuz it was maybe 5 feet away and but then the weight of the tree like just pulled it through Wow. Uh, so it so, thumped and so then it went was, crashing. Yeah, so it was like the sustained kind of crunching, crashing noise. But yeah, that's that's interesting. And, and you mentioned the weight. I, I know that some of those water oaks weigh like I think somewhere around seventy thousand pounds, eighty thousand pounds. They're they're gigantic. It's exactly. I I yeah. I tried to calculate it with a arborist, and that's what we came up with. Yeah, it's like seventy thousand. Yeah, we had, and the reason I know that is because. We had a lightning, direct lightning strike to our house. It, it hit a big giant oak and then hit our fence and went through our one side of the house and blew out the other side of our house. A real light, yeah. And in doing so, it killed a tree. And when the guy came, we, we had no choice but to get the tree down. When he came, he was telling us how much they weigh. And I, I, I was like, wow, that's, a, that's an impressive weight just for a tree. I mean, it's, it, they're literally full of water. Mm-hmm. Like when they, if you cut a limb off, uh, it's it, like water flows out. Yeah, wow. it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. I guess I never really thought of it because, you know, I never went and... You're not a numbers girl. <laughs> well, no, I never yeah. mess with the trees like that. I used <laughs> no. to climb them, but I never, you know, right. would think about it being filled with water like that. Yeah. Except for like a In fact, I think mm-hmm. water oak is, is a nickname because I think it's really laurel, a laurel oak. Is that they're called laurel Species, yeah. But, okay. That night, Irma comes in, changes your life forever, obviously. And so, r- real quick, were you the only house on the block to have your house destroyed? Mm-hmm. Was yeah. that right? Okay. I, it was really, you know, because most of the hurricanes that have hit, it's been flooding. Like, that's where the damage yeah. occurred. And we had a lot of flooding, um, especially in Matthew. Like, that did way more damage than Irma. Wow. So, yeah, it was just a freak thing. In fact, um, I don't know, months later, we had a, a neighbor who lives a couple blocks over, um, come up and, and tell me that it actually was a tornado. A tornado had come through, and that's what took the tree down. So the hurricanes, and they are notorious for spinning off tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which makes sense. I mean, we weren't, it wasn't evident, like, you didn't hear that typical noise they talked about. The train. The you know, train coming, yeah, but 
Um, but it makes sense because the winds at that point were were actually, you know, coming down. Like, uh, you know, the sustained winds from the hurricane. So, mm-hmm. so here we are. The night of her, what was the night? What was the date of that hurricane? I'm sure you know that. The 11th. Yeah. Uh, September 11th, actually. Oh, yeah. it was 911. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, and what year was Irma? Was that two years ago? 16. 2016. So four, yeah. four years ago. So from the time the tree comes through your house, there you and your wife and, and family are. Or she, no, she was up on I 10. Or is that I 10 when she was on? Or not? Was she here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about the year, if it was 2016 or 17, but yeah, it was 16, yeah. Okay, so what from that moment, how long did it take before you said, you know what, we're staying, or, you, or you, are, you, you never planned on leaving? That's one of the things a lot of people do. Did you plan on leaving at first, or did, were you? No, I, as I said, you know, for Matthew, um, I evacuated to, you know, just to my shop, which is downtown. It was built in 1908, and, you know, it's... I mean, yeah, but I mean leaving permanently, like no, no. So you never thought, no. even though your house had a tree gone through it, not one time you said we're out of Florida. You were, you were like, you know what, we're staying. And when did you, when at what moment was it that you said, you know what, let's build it out of, let's make it. I know you don't call it a trucker's home, but right. <laughs> what moment did you say let's get shipping containers? And and I've seen this thing over in where did you say what was that country you seen? Right. In Switzerland, yeah, in Switzerland, yeah. And so let's do it. How long after that night? I mean, it was literally within a couple of days. Really? Wow. Yeah. And I didn't, um, I mean, you know, I think back on it and I joke about, you know, being in shock or, you know, um, yeah, making it, you know, when, when I wasn't really thinking clearly, you know, which I definitely referred back to months into the project because uh, actually it took nine months to, to plan this like just to get the plans set and, and submitted for permitting. So, but yeah, about a quarter of the way through construction, I was kind of just questioning my decision. You know? <laughs> so, so September 11th, 2016, when does the first tractor trailer arrive at your house to be dropped off? So I don't know the exact date, but it was like mid-December because we... It took us four days, um, so it was actually just past the middle of December uh, and uh, of 2018. So yeah, Irma must have been 2017. So uh, 2017. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, so we set the containers um, just before the holidays because we got the it, the crane was here for four days. We, so and, Irma comes on in September. You have the containers here in December. No, no, no. The no, following it was, year. It was like oh, the fo- a so year it was a year later. and three mm-hmm. months. Okay, right. awesome. yeah, because it took it took nine months to plan. We submitted for permits. Permits went flew through, so there was no delay there. But then, amazingly, to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's definitely. I wish this if if there was a podcast just for Floridians, that statement would definitely go like, "What? How yeah. did the permits go so fast?" It's, it's the most asked question. <laughs> well, that how, was it one of the things we asked yeah. you? Same like what, exactly. How you know? Number one, how did you get permitted? Uh, did they give you trouble? You know, and because you would assume that because it's so unusual. But that really, you know, when it comes down to it, all they care about in the building department is that it's engineered properly, it, you know, um, it meets all the codes and, yeah. And when, and like you said, you had an engineer that worked with shipping containers already, so he right. already knew what he was going to be doing as far as wind, 
Sorry. <laughs> Sustained wind. Dan's wrecking the container house. <laughs> I knocked my tea over. I don't think over. you can wreck this house. You know, that's one of the things that, I, that I'm hoping to hear from you is, in fact, we'll call you or message you the day after the next hurricane because, you know, we're going to get one. I'm, right. I want to I see what this house looks like afterwards because, obviously, um, and, and going to the construction of it, you left the doors on the, ha- on the containers so that when the, uh, the next real crazy storm comes, talk about your hurricane shutters. Uh, you actually have the hurricane doors. Right, right. That yeah. is, like, awesome. Which I, I told you earlier that we we just did a dry run for Dorian and um, and closed them even though we knew there, you know the winds weren't going to be that bad but um, yeah it was pretty cool but did you feel a little claustrophobic because your light comes from these windows they're, they're huge they're the, the full size of a shipping container area yeah. where the where the doors are eight, so are they eight mm-hmm. foot wide are they eight foot wide uh, yeah 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 they're high cubes so usually it's a one oh two ninety six. Yeah, well, nine nine six nine foot six okay. for, on the height. They're high cubes, and yeah, they're they're storefront windows. I mean, they're they're engineered for wind load, um, and uh, so they, you know, technically you could leave them uh, exposed. The main thing about hurricanes is not so much the wind; it's it's flying debris, the projectiles, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, the projectiles. Right. Yeah. So does it? The, I, it's breezy out right now, but the doors are not. They haven't moved. Does it take much to move them, or do you have them actually locked in? And I don't see where they're locked. So the hinges on the door. I mean, these these are all um, containers which are are not um, cargo worthy any longer. Mm-hmm. And so you know they've been sit. Uh, they haven't been maintained. Um, and so the hinges are pretty tight. Um, and so for the most part, they stay open. Which the intention is to to maintain them as shutters, mm-hmm. so they kind of um, they stay at a ninety degree angle. And um, but as you can see, the one above that's uh, partially closed is um, it's really from the winds we had the other day. We had winds that were I don't know forty fifty miles an hour, um, and so the some of them the hinges are looser than others, and the 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 plan is to make a pin or something that'll keep them in that 90 degree position Mm -hmm. until we want to close them. It's too bad you can't build one of those giant things that are on the screen doors, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually have seen pneumatic, like uh, electrically controlled. Yeah. that's. I honestly, when I looked at it, I thought I seen a wire and I'm like, oh, he's got like remote where he can open and shut it. So that's what I honestly thought. Believe me, there's (laughs) no money in the budget for that. (laughs) budget's gone. So, uh, you know, I, uh, when you first started the process of, of, like you said, it was only a few days later, how long before you were able to sleep in this house? And, and by the way, it's nice to mention that you were able to rent the house beside your property and able to be, be able to work on it the entire year, year and a half. Yeah. So well, how long was it actually <clears throat> till you start to finish? It was, uh, 884 days. 884 days. Wow. Wow. It's like a little less than three years. So two and a half years. You know, like when you see shipwrecks or you see, um, you know, prison cells, they have it like lined marked. Right. Is that what you did? You yeah. scratch it on the side. Yeah, one was, more day. One it more was day. scratched in my psyche. <laughs> Is that like a. That's called a. Uh, a gimbal? So like a. Uh, yeah. It's a good. Yeah. Or that one's a gimbal. We also have. Steady the, cam kind of like. It's, yeah, a, it's amazing, actually. You it, see, it, it'll it'll video. That's great. Yeah, we have an Osmo also that we got from Apple. Yeah, it's even better. That, oh really? Yeah. We're Apple people. Huh. So are you though? I've seen an Apple car. 
I like Apple. Yeah, big Apple fan. Yeah. Okay. I had the I have the very first Apple phone. Which the uh, very first iPhone. Did you? Yeah. yeah. All right, so you still have it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't work, but I still have and it. I got a drawer full of old electronics. I have a Blackberry. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, and, and actually, I have a Gateway computer from 1998, and really? it still works with Windows 98 oh, in wow. it. Yeah, crazy, incredible. But, anyways, going back to this so you had this is constructed of nine containers. Right. And how long are the containers? The so length? they're 40 foot, 40 and they're foot. called high cubes, which you, I mean, Surely your listeners know exactly what that is. Oh, yeah, they do. Sure. And and uh, did, now, did all nine come at the same time, or did you? So, yeah, so we had to stagger the delivery because the first two on grade um, are spanned, are separated by 16 feet. And so they delivered those, and then we had a, a lag of a day because we had put all the structural steel in between them to accommodate the, the containers above. The next mm-hmm. level. Right. And you were saying you had a 100-ton hundred, hundred crane? 100-ton uh, lift- crane. We had just enough space to the to the uh, side of the house um, to, you know, fit the crane. Yeah. Nice. So. That, uh, and, and you do have the video, so you're going to give us a little mm-hmm. video to yeah. sh- put up to it. That's- yeah, because you had, you know, the issue, the big issue was the power lines. Um, there was no way to uh, get them over the power lines, so we had to... It was really close. Like we had inches to spare, where the where the flatbed would pull in with the trailer, and then the crane would pick it up and then you know, put it in position. But how long did you, when when you were look talking with the contractors that were helping you with doing the electrical and all that, how long did you project the construction being to where you'd be able to be in? Well, you know, I figured because really, once you get past the all the welding and the you know the structural part, um, then everything's pretty conventional. So you've got framing, you know, carpentry. You've got electric and plumbing, and um, so I projected 12 months. Like I thought, we and and quite honestly, I was pretty close. If you took out the, the the delays due to you know mistakes that were made, yeah. Which was the windows and the doors. Primarily, that, yeah, that. just the window install that was went bad. But. Nice. So here you are. You're finally. You said now today we're in 2020, and you said you just moved in a few days ago. Yeah, literally. So I you slept here four or five nights. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Yeah. Are, are you happy with it? Yeah. Yeah, I really am. It, it's strange because, and the question's been asked, and I've. You know, when you're working on something, you're not, you're in a completely different mode of thinking. So, like this entire time, even though I've been in the structure every day since it started, um, it hasn't been in the context of living. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you're just not even thinking about it. You don't, you know, you don't even have time to just ponder, you know, what it's going to feel like or um, how comfortable it's going to be. Um, because it's just you're so focused on getting things done, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And th- in fact, the only time, the first time, was when I sat down to figure out where the TV. A- a- actually, the first time was when I decided to close that wall because the architect had designed a window mm-hmm. in there, so that it was going to be all glass. And I thought, I don't want to sit in front of a window. <laughs> yeah, you-, <laughs> you know. So. So that was the first time I sat down and just kind of visualized, like, you know, actually living in here. But, um, 
but yeah, once it was done to that point where we were ready to move in, um, yeah, it completely changed. It, it, so then I started thinking about, you know, um, which at that point, everything was established. Like there was no, you know, turning back. But uh, fortunately, you know, it's, it's really comfortable. Yeah. I've seen houses where they've turned back and it just sits there rotting for mm-hmm. real. Yeah, you know, they don't we, do anything to it. Back where we live, there's an entire community. They started building and then they lost funds. And uh, there's literally trees growing up through the houses, and it's crazy wow. mm-hmm. where you guys, where you wrecked your four-wheeler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like literally a couple Thanks of streets. Thanks for that flashback. And, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to remind you. Yeah, that was, that's a wonderful reminder. So, again, the only connection we have with you and trucking mm-hmm. is the house itself. And uh, what a connection, Ruthann. I think it's an awesome house. How would you love to live in this house? I, I would. love this house. I would. Are you ever going to sell it? Or are you going to die in it? Uh, I probably will never sell it. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. But if you do, but I'll put it on Airbnb. That's, that's oh yeah, yeah, that's that, the plan. The when Airbnb, I travel, yeah. yeah, yeah. We have an Airbnb too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's on a lake. It's pretty cool, and yeah. it like always is booked. You know, really. Yeah. Yeah. If you have something really cool, Airbnb works real well. Yeah. So this would definitely. Yeah. Let us know when you Airbnb. There's an Airbnb three doors down, and it's constantly, which you, you wouldn't think because it's pretty unremarkable. Subdivision, you know, but because uh, it's because clo- because it's, it's in St. Augustine and close yeah, to the beach. Yeah, because St. Augustine's become a destination. So, yeah, you yeah. know, this is our first time in St. Augustine ever. Really? Ever. Yeah. Really? Ever. Yeah. Wow. Never. I've never. Did you get a chance to look around? Or? No. Nope. Oh no? no. No. Didn't do a thing yet. I thought you did. This morning. We yeah. were on the beach. We went. Oh, okay. We walked down the beach yeah. a little bit. We stayed at the yeah. embassy. Don't you have a beach? Oh, oh yeah. We do, yeah, we, but we're beach people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're at St. Pete a lot. We know yeah. We're not far from St. Pete and Clearwater. But um, we were we stayed at the embassy, if you know, right outside. It's mm-hmm. the entire... Right on the ocean, right? It, it, yeah, it's literally the only... It's the last place that t- it touches the... Anastasia State Park. Right. Yeah, it's like yeah. there's nothing north of it. Yeah. So it's pretty... Yeah, neat. it was really controversial when that built because... They got an exception for the height. It's like you know, it it's exceeds big. the height. Yeah, it is. It's high. Giant, but yeah. yeah. So, do you have anything else for Rob, Ruthann? Um, the square footage was sixteen hundred. Yeah, sixteen hundred. So each container is is three hundred and twenty square feet. There's five containers that uh, uh, create the living space. The one that's inverted is just for volume. Uh, so there's six containers that we live within. Yeah, yeah. So the one that you have inverted for volume, you use that for some storage, Christmas decorations or whatever. And right. <laughs> AC unit, the, the, the HVAC return. So <laughs> what, what size uh, central air do you have? Well, it's actually uh, mini slits. Oh, so you see the Mitsubishi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's five. So you can buy them with up to five heads. And so. Uh, that is neat. Yeah. So we have two in the main space and one in each bedroom. Uh, they work nice? They're great. Yeah. Yeah, they're great because you can control the temperature at each one. Wow. And they're, yeah. they're Mitsubishi mini splits. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mini splits. So you have a central them, yeah. compressor outside just like your you okay. know, traditional system. Yeah. Is there an air handler with it or not? Well, technically, they're air, the, each unit is an air handler. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And they're small, too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, they're super efficient. They come in different... Capacity, so you know you can get like six thousand. Like the bedrooms have uh, six thousand BTU, and these are like twelve. And then there's one that's fifteen. So, and just to put it on the podcast, I know like some of our listeners will be like, "Man, that's gonna be awfully hot with them containers in the Florida sun." <laughs> tell them, tell them how it stays. It's really nice in here, and we're in Florida, but and how thick are the? 
Is the insulation, and I see you have all nice drywall and everything. Yeah, so, you know, you have, by by Florida building code, you have certain R values got to hit on vertical, you know, exterior walls and, and ceilings, attic space, which there's no attic space here. Um, and we've exceeded that uh, in every case, so... Um, so if you were supposed to use an R8, you went above R8 right, to right. use what you needed. It's so like in the walls. I think it's R13 or, or R15. Uh, the ceilings, which um, we used uh, a combination of spray foam and batting. So in the walls, are, it's batting, fiberglass batting. I don't believe that there's anything such as what they call overkill. I really don't. I mean, honestly, a lot of times when you're doing things to just code, you're wishing... It, you know, you're wishing, wow, I think I wish I would have done it a little more. You know, mm-hmm. to me, I I don't think it's called overkill. I think it's called precaution. Yeah, with when, when you have a container, you know, the concern is using too much space, um, you know, because you're at eight feet. Now, you know, in the, in the basically, there's only one container that um, that is single width um, where the bedrooms are. Mm-hmm. And so we, we framed the exterior wall, but we left the interior wall revealed. And it was in part, I mean, I, it was two things. One, we wanted to reveal the, the wall because it's in, interesting. And I think if you're going to build with containers, you should embrace the container. Yeah, Absolutely. That's cool. yeah. Not yeah. conceal it, you know. And, I only um, wish you had a tractor attached to one. <laughs> <Here>. <laughs> like a Peter, a, like a Pete 379 or something. <laughs> but... Um, so, you know, we framed it with a two-by-four um, wall inside. Um, and then the ceiling, you know, we wanted to keep the ceilings as high. And that's why we went with high, high cubes. Um, so we didn't, you know, frame down too much. Right. We, we framed down enough to get, like, R30 on the insulation, and um, uh, which posed some problems, actually, because um, typically you have, like, nine-plus inches and all your electric, because uh, those are, you know, kind of traditional cans. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're very close to the to the roof, to the top of the container. Yeah. Um, so. so anything that you would normally put inside your ceiling, like your lighting and, and so forth, your recess lights, you... We have are, just enough space. Yeah, yeah. just... If, yeah. if you do an Airbnb someday, let us advertise for you. You'll, yeah. Because truckers can just pull their rig up. You know, we'll call it the truckers Airbnb. <laughs> right? Are they, are they allowed right. to park semi trucks? Except in the no, there's country Probably music's not, not allowed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Unless it's you know old country like you know. Yeah. Waylon Jones. Like Dolly. I seen your there pictures you of yeah. Dolly. And Dolly. Yeah. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Yeah. Well, Ruth Ann, what do you think? Are we ready to wrap this pot up? Yeah, we're I mean, at thirty minutes. Believe it or it's, not, it's wow. it's yeah. definitely an interesting. It goes home. by, doesn't it? You, it does. you yeah. start talking. Yeah. yeah, we love it. It's yeah. it's it's it's. I think it's a cool house, Thanks. and I appreciate you letting us come in here and and sit with you and talk about yeah. your idea of it. Yeah, it's actually to me just an honor just to be here. Oh, so thanks. cool, yeah. absolutely. And just to say, he's he's uh, got a lot of vintage. In here, as far as yeah, like, I just see a record player over there. Yeah. yeah. Well, now he's got a jukebox, record player, the yeah. old TVs. Yeah. F- yeah. Predicta from the fifties and yeah. all the furniture. Well, not all of it. Most of it's from the fifties. I actually remember having these kind of, you know, little tables. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember those. My aunt used to have one too. She had all the little knickknacks on top of it. So yeah. You know. He had an aunt Ruth. She's dead. She passed away. 
Oh. But her name was Ruth. Oh, yeah? Ruth Ann. Yeah. Oh, it was Ruth Ann. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said ah. Ruth. <laughs> but she went by Ruth, but yeah. See, she Ruth was, a, Ruth was, was my Ruth first Ann. name, and I had an Aunt Ruth, and I had an Aunt Ruth Lois. Did you? Yeah. So I was Ruth Ann. There's a lot of Ruth Ann. And I didn't, I felt old when I would have someone say Ruth because that was my aunt, not me. Right. So when I got old enough, I kind of smushed my name right together because they always called me Ruth Ann. I just would have people like in school say Ruth, and I'm like, oh, I don't like Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty neat. Perfect. Yeah. You ready to wrap it up? I'm ready. Rob, man, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so yeah, much, brother. I mean, sincerely, really, it's yeah. been an honor to come to your house. The it's only tractor-trailer house. Ruth then said, don't call it a tractor-trailer house because yeah, okay. all the truckers will be like, where's the tractor? Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's a container. It's, it's, it's not. It's a container. It's a trailer. House. Yeah. Well, I, I used to haul these things. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. We used to pull these out of New Jersey, and there's some huge shipping shipping ports right here in Jacksonville. Yeah. In, in fact, this might have been where these even came in at. They, yeah. I th yeah. They definitely came from. And I want to also mention it's breezy outside, but I don't hear any wind. Oh yeah. Going That's through. True. Well, yeah, now really we have the headsets light. on, but, you know, even with the headsets worn in, like, you would think that you would hear, like, a whistling or, or just the wind from the metal hitting it. You yeah. Know, I don't, you don't hear any of that. Good point. The only thing that you do hear, and it, and it doesn't bother me at all, is because there's no attic space, uh, so you have no airspace, is rain. Oh. But it's not... It's, Ooh, the tin roof thing. But, you, but it's not loud. It's Yeah, it's not like a tin roof... Um, but you definitely, it's more pronounced. It, it's by no means loud or annoying or anything. But uh, Most people love rain on the roof. Yeah, I, so. I, I do. Yeah. Now, the only thing I would say that would get a little freaky is if, um, like, one of your branches, like in the windstorm, if it hit the side of the house, you know, the ding or the, the thunk that's going to yeah. happen there from it hitting the metal. <laughs> well, you know what you do here is, like I say, we had some pretty high winds the other day, and, and it was moving the doors around, so you have these weird... Creaking. Like, yeah, I was looking outside. In fact, the dog barked at one point because it sounded Bruno. You know I mean? like a, yeah. Bruno. And and the more carpeting, the le you know the less the echo. I don't know. He's yeah, got some yeah. beautiful hardwood yeah, floors in here, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's beautiful actually. Yeah, the more yeah has I hang more art and and uh, it'll kind of deaden the sound. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this thing up, Ruth Ann, or we'll be talking forever. We got a four-hour <laughs> drive to get back to oh my God. the other side of Florida. Yeah. Well, it's about three and a half, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, right. don't go through Orlando right now. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no, no, no we're no. going to go through Ocala, which is yeah. a, about almost as bad. Is it getting bad? Yeah. Well, yeah, the average age driver there is like 80, I think. Right, right. Yeah, we call them the blue heads. You got, what, on top of the world is right there, hair. so they're villages. all old. And, yeah, uh, the villages. Yeah, yeah, the villages. Everybody knows that everybody place. Everybody knows about it. <laughs> but you've got the, the this, these communities. I mean, they have their complete shopping mall right there with them. And they drive golf carts all over. Right. Yeah. And it's allowed. Now, before we go again, name the guy again that did the uh, part in Jacksonville. What was the name of that company again? So the company that did all the hot work, uh, they did all the perforations for the doors and windows, uh, is called Con Global. They, they cut out the doors. And they did all the cutting, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Now, so, But they didn't install the doors. They just, you came ready for you to... Right. Put so they together. they made they they cut the door openings, window openings. They cut the sides of the containers where you know they they were going together. Um, uh, yeah, all of their facility, and then and then everything that you know, because all their openings had to be framed out mm -hmm. in in steel. And then so they did the rest of your ingenious mind took over and put it together. Honestly, that's the truth. I mean, well, a blessing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had yeah had a lot of help. 
and uh, and a good architect and engineer. Yeah. Ruth, then, would this look this nice if I did it? You wouldn't have done it. No, I wouldn't. I would have. I would have. I would she have would hung have you. She's she's my carpenter. I would have yeah. hung them from the ceiling. <laughs> so just stay there. Well, I'm just wondering. <laughs> I, I hope this inspires other people, especially truck drivers, maybe to do something similar to this. In fact, I know once we post it, we'll probably get that we get a lot of emails and pictures and stuff. Yeah. Somebody might have already taken a house and and or a, a tractor trailer and did something with it. Yeah. You never know. Well, on on I don't want to know the exact cost because that's personal. I don't even know. On, <laughs> He's like, I don't, I don't want to know. You don't want to be reminded <laughs> of that. That's why I, I was I just trying to it. say, is it, what, was, is it average to what it would have cost to build a standard block 16 square, 1,600 square foot home or did it range a little bit, you know, like sometimes, you know, you could say, oh, no, we got a really great deal on this because of this or we got it because of that or. Well, so because I was general contractor, you know, I saved that mm-hmm. cost. But then um, and then a number of uh, items within the house, you know, I, I had accumulated over the years because I had planned on building a house previously on, on uh, the air coastal. I have some property around the corner um, and then. So I was accumulating things to build, like the wood floor and the range. And um, but really, if you were to, um, if you, I, I would say like a mid-range uh, house, not not like a, you know, D.R. Horton or you know, cookie cutter house. Uh, per square foot, it's probably comparable. So like yeah, this, then it yeah, hundred and fifty square foot or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was that which you know because I was thinking to myself you know you might have saved some with the containers versus some of the lumber that you would have had a got you know for had doing it had a got had a got <laughs> had a got um, but you know like with the shingles and the, and the trusses you know when you add all that you know it kind of would be probably very comparable for it that's what I was trying to think yeah. is you know the where you didn't have to do certain you know, like sure with yeah. the cement blocks or anything like that because you you never want to build an outside wall being wooden in, right. in Florida you want cement blocks. So. The biggest single cost that is exclusive to this kind of building is welding. Is the welding? Wow, yeah. I wouldn't and have thought you, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's probably there's close to a hundred thousand dollars in welding. Wow. I was going to ask you about the welding itself, and so it's that much. Yeah, it's price I mean, wise, it, but that much. And welding that's, itself. that includes all the materials. You know, because steel is well, pretty expensive. That 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 globe, Con Global, or yeah. they're the ones that did it. They so. did. Yeah, they did. Um, Maybe a little less than half of that. The rest of it was on site. Yeah. So you had um, to get a welder here. And yeah, there was, there was um, it, you know, exterior stairwell or stairway. There's interior. Yeah, my dad um, was a welder. Yeah, Aluminum, yeah. everything. He did TIG, MIG, you name it. Yeah. That's that's awesome, though, that you had. So was there more than one welder on site doing it? Did you have a bunch of them or just There's one? typically just one, but there was a couple times there was a couple guys working at a time, yeah. But it was primarily one one guy, Stephen Sigmund, who, um, yeah, did a great job. Wow. Well, that's good. Well, Cause we... it's not just straight welding. I mean, there's, you know, like they have more. In fact, he, he did the stairs and he... He prefabbed all the pieces. He assembled them here, but he did all the pieces in the shop, and, and everything was just perfect. You yeah. saved him time from having to come out here and yeah. do it each Because some of them had to, you know, I mean, they had many pieces that had to be fabricated very specifically. Mm-hmm. Nice. It would be hard to do in the field, you know. Wow. That was, that was, a, that was a surprise to me on the welding so, thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
But so yeah, if you're going to build a, a container house, learn how to weld. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say. You better have a good friend. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you were a contractor, not a welder. It's too bad you right. weren't both. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea it was going to total that, quite honestly. I didn't. Yeah. So, but Wow. Yeah. That well, is what it is. We're here today in the yeah. house, all welded up. It's cool, though. Yeah. All right. Well, when you go to Airbnb, it let us know so we can... Yeah, we'll kind of... Yeah. We'll out. be the first renters. What, okay. Hey, what do you think? Yeah. We'll, we'll hook you up. You yeah. probably never Airbnb it. Uh, you know what? I would like to be the Airbnb guy during a hurricane. Oh. There you go. How cool would that be? <laughs> On site in the trucker house. All right, let's wrap this thing up. We got to get back. All right. Thank you, and peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. You know what sucks? Shopping for truckers insurance. You know what sucks more? Not having it. You want to know how to fix that? Call 800-347-5373 and let the trucking insurance experts at Rev help you get the coverage you need without breaking the bank. Rev specializes in providing insurance of all types to small fleet owners and independent owner operators. Whether local, short haul, or long haul, Rev Insurance can get you covered at a price that fits your budget. From liability damages and cargo to workers' compensation and surety bonds, Rev has your back while you're out there on the road. Call 800-347-5373 or visit www.revinsurance.com. That's R-E-V. I-N-S-U-R-A-N-C-E dot com. That's 800-347-5373. Rev Insurance knows truckers because they only work with truckers. Hey drivers, are you thinking about becoming a lease operator? Well, NCI is leasing out one to two-year-old Kenworth T680 double bunk condo tractors, fully loaded with APU and fridge, plus the company is owned by their own product. That's right, they deliver mainly their own freight, which means your business will be thriving for a long time to come. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. 7076 and tell them talk cdl sent you please thank you